Salutations, Scoob Believer. Do you have a dream of becoming an entrepreneur, but don't know where to start or even what to do? Where can I gather information quickly about what's in my zone of genius? Don't worry, Scoob Believers. I got you covered. Go to tuepodcast.net backslash AI prompt and check out an amazing set of AI prompts that will give you ideas, information, and articles to help you get across that start line. Once again, go to tuepodcast.net backslash AI prompt to get you started now. Good luck, Scoob Believer. So all of you at this point had knows that I've been talking a lot about elementary analytics and having it in all my programs. But I've actually been using it a lot for the last couple months. Elementary Analytics has actually shown me that my Twitter has gotten the most traffic. With that information, I'm actually able to put more energies into my Twitter so I could reach more people. And I think it could do the same for you too. So if you go to tuepodcast backslash ea, you could take a look for yourself and see if it's something that will work for you. It's definitely worked for me, and it's done everything I needed it to do. Gathering my analytics from Facebook, from Twitter, from Instagram, from Google, and even my website. And with all that great information, with one press of a button, I'm able to see it all on one screen. And if I really needed to, I could actually print charts with a single press of a button. So give it a try for yourself. I think you'd be really, really pleased with what it could do for you. Once again, go to tuepodcast backslash ea for a 14-day free trial and see how it works for you. Undiscovered entrepreneur, lucky number 13. 13 is a lucky number, right? To the Undiscovered Entrepreneur, the podcast where brand new entrepreneurs come to life and could quite possibly be discovered. Join me, DJ Scoob, and the rest of the Scoob Believers as we help these new businesses become a reality. And now, away we go! Hello, Scuba Lever, and welcome to another edition of The Undiscovered Entrepreneur with me, DJ Scoob. <laughs> and today we're actually talking to somebody who is getting in on the ground floor of something brand new with his company, Acquire Maps. And he has great aspirations for changing the way that we interact with service providers, trying to give people a virtual home and garden kind of feel with the way he runs his company. He's a practicing professional engineer who puts a lot of emphasis on building a strong community for his company and for everybody around him. So let's talk to Mel Ayala. Salutations, Scoop Believers, and we're here again with another amazing entrepreneur. Today, we're here with Mel. Hey, Mel, how you doing? Hey, how are you? Great, great. Mel, thank you so much for coming on the show. Now, I have one real serious question to ask you, okay? You ready? Yeah, let's hear it. All right. Are you a Scoop Believer? Oh, absolutely, man. Such a great uh, podcast. Thank you for uh, having me on the show, and absolutely keep doing what you're doing. 
All right. All right. We got our next scoop reliever, ladies and gentlemen. Thank you so much, Mel. All right. So tell us a little bit about what your entrepreneur adventure is, how long you've been doing it, and maybe a little bit about yourself. Yeah, absolutely. So our our adventure is uh, Acquire Maps, and it's a crypto project. And what we're trying to do is kind of change the way we kind of interact with uh, professionals and service providers in the sense of going out and requesting for services, things of that nature. So we want to give our um, you know users kind of that home and garden feel when you go to a home and garden show. You see the vendors, you see kind of their uh, layout that they have there. Um, and it kind of gives you more of a sense of the quality of work that they are putting forward. So with Acquired Maps, that's kind of our, our mission there. Um, a little bit about my background is, you know, I'm a professional engineer. I'm a practicing professional engineer here in California. Um, I've been in real estate my entire life growing up as a young child. Uh, you know, my wife kind of makes fun of me because I didn't have the traditional childhood. It was, hey, you know, we got to get up at that, you know, early, early morning to go work on a house or, uh, sorry, that was my phone there, work on the property, um, you know, do some roofing work, uh, perhaps some trenching, irrigation, things of that nature. So, you know, I tell everybody that I could actually build a home from the ground up using these hands. But um, being in the business, you kind of pick up a lot of things. You see what's good about the business and you see what's um, bad about the business and everything in between um, and what's missing. And so that's what we're aiming to do here with our project in Acquire Maps is tackle those gaps that exist in this industry. All right. That's up. Now, how long have you actually, uh, has the business been around? Has it been less than a year or? Yeah. So Acquire Maps started last year, um, October 23rd to be exact is when we did our official launch of the project. And, uh, so we're what about a little two and a half months Oh yeah, you're just getting started. Yeah, we're just getting our feet wet, and you know, part of uh, part of the process is building your community, um, getting your you know your product out there in the eyes of uh, the people that are going to be using it, explaining explaining it to them what it is and the capabilities, the features, things like that. So yeah, two and a half months now. Oh, that's awesome. You know, it's really important, especially when you're starting a business, to build that community, to get that feeling of uh, togetherness and building up those people to let them know that you're a real person and to let people know that you can be trusted. Uh, building community, especially these days, is probably one of the most important things you can do to when you start a business to ha- and to uh, get things rolling for yourself. Uh, what are you exactly doing to build up your community at this point? So right now we're doing what a lot of business, you know, new uh, businesses are doing is getting out there in the public domain. I think it's very important to put yourself forward, um, you know, in the physical sense, meeting contractors, service providers, face-to-face, showing them the application on a, on a tablet, um, you know, what the features are. Uh, so I think that is very important. And it's important to me because I myself, you know, I'm a, as a practicing engineer, you know, when we do get vendors soliciting to myself, mm-hmm. it's nice to see them in person versus the, you know, over the phone, over a social media platform, where you don't know if it's a real person or if it's somebody trying to commit some malice, um, malice intent there. So a lot of face to face, a lot of face to face, 
We're, we do have our social media up and running. We're on Twitter. We're on Facebook. We do have a TikTok uh, account and also on YouTube. Fantastic. Um, just out of strict curiosity, uh, have you started an email list for yourself? Um, we have. I have started an email list. It's. Uh, I think that is huge, uh, especially in uh, you know being the kind of uh, product that I'm trying to put out there. Um, I think that is huge. So we are getting our email list up and going. So yes, absolutely. Good. That's that's probably one of the most important things. That's one thing I'm actually struggling with myself. So that's why I asked that question just to see where you're at. And um, I don't. What do you What do you use for your email list provider? Do you Do you know or? Um. You know, really what what I'm kind of doing right now is everybody that I meet face-to-face, I get their emails. I, you know, when I do make the phone calls, I capture their emails. And so I'm generating kind of my own uh, more intimate email list to start off, to get the feel of the folks I'm interacting with and see, you know, get some of the feedback of the content I'm, I'm uh, you know, distributing onto them, you know, because I want to be courteous. I want to be respectful to them because, you know, as a recipient of an email, you want to make sure that it, it means something, that there's content there and it's not just some random person. So we want to really fine tune the message. And then what we'll do is uh, we're going to reach out to, uh, you know, a broader uh, base of email recipients, maybe through a marketing agency or something like that, that has access to a lot of emails. You know, we, there are some of those options out there. You know, we do have like a lot of new contractors that are uh, onboarding here in the state of California. So you can go down there and get some of their information and reach out to them. Um, so there's a lot of, there's a lot of potential there, but right now it's more of the intimate uh, email distribution feel. All right. That's awesome. Um, if you get around to it, I'm going to, I'll shoot this to you too. There's a company uh, service provider called uh, ConvertKit. Okay. And they actually, it's a really super easy program to be able to um, send emails out timed. You could do oh, mass okay. emails, you could time emails, and you could tag the emails so you could send them to specific people at specific times. And that sure. kind of helps helps kind of loosen up a little bit on you know on a lot of that uh, on a lot of that work. So I'll send that to you later on. Yeah, feel free. Yeah, I'm going to go into a different one. What actually made you want to start this business? I mean, what was the catalyst that kind of took off? You know, the catalyst for me really was this. We're right now we're kind of in a in a you know, COVID hit, obviously, and it really put a lot of people back in their homes, kind of looking at the walls and really pondering, hey, you know what, what's really, you just start thinking, you know, your mind starts going, you have your full-time job, you know, you have your, you know, like for myself, I have, you know, like my engineering work, things like that. And I've been in construction, I have rental income from, you know, multi-properties to commercial and interacting with the vendors that I am now. Um, what really set that catalyst was actually sitting at home and, you know, due to COVID and like, I'm sure a lot of people, but that really was the start. It really wasn't the true catalyst. What was was the real true catalyst for me was uh, this crypto craze that really just started manifesting itself over the last year and a half. Um, I've been in crypto for a long time uh, since, uh, geez, about 10 to 12 years ago, I was, you know, into crypto. And I kind of got out of it and I was focusing on my career, getting my PE stamp, uh, you know, really getting that side of, of the business going. But just recently when COVID hit, you know, we were sitting here and I was like, ah, I'm just going to check on my crypto, see how that's going. So I did that and coupling that with 
you know, my background, my experiences and working with these vendors, that was what really set things off for me and really wanted to get things going because I started realizing that, you know, 12 years have gone by and crypto is not just a coin that you could send to you and you could send to me. It's a technology behind that coin. And that technology is, is a very powerful technology. And it's really moving really fast in the sense that mass adoption is starting to happen. You know, I read an article saying that it's about 4% of the, of the world's population is actually into crypto right now. And it's just continuously growing. I mean, you ask somebody in the street, hey, do you know what crypto is? And, and they, they'll not, but they don't really know what it is. And with the adoption of the banking system and these governments are really adopting it. And so it was that technology. And then you start thinking, you know, my engineering mind is like, well, there is a huge potential here. There's a there's like a revolution kind of happening here, right? This mass adoption, this blockchain technology, the way we do things in the future is going to be completely different. I mean, look at Facebook and what they're doing and what they're trying to achieve with the metaverse. And also I tell people, it's like, you know, my son, I have a son, he's seven years old and he plays roadblocks and Fortnite all day when he, you know, after he does his homework and whatnot. Of course. But they are being, they are being conditioned to take a dollar and convert it to the currency of that video game to purchase things. So it's that interaction. Like they are, they are almost in a sense losing what that dollar really means. So with that, you start coupling that and you're like, oh man, there's this huge potential here for what we're trying to do with acquire maps. We we have a utility, we have the, you know, the technology behind it. You know, it might be a slow start, but once things really start getting going, it's just it's just going to be a mass adoption here in about the next five years. You know, that four percent of folks that are into crypto, they're going to start understanding what crypto really is outside of the face of the token and the name of the token and understand that it's a technology, not just a superficial coin with a cool design on it. It's a technology and the coins that don't have a utility behind them, I think are going to, you know, those are the ones that are going to fall off the radar and the ones that actually have real use cases and that utility, that strong utility behind them are going to be the ones that are going to survive. Yeah, I'm going to have to agree with you there, mainly because um, I know it's really starting to get real. Uh, just the other day, I went down to the gas station. There was a, a Bitcoin ATM machine. So <laughs> I was like, okay, now things are getting a little bit real. That's yeah, awesome. It's, that, it's, it's good to know what's going on, especially when it comes to crypto. Crypto is you know, getting bigger and bigger by the day. Uh, I'm going to be honest with you. I'm probably going to need your help trying to decipher. I know nothing about crypto, dog coin, or whatever the heck that stuff is. So sure. maybe we could talk later about that. Absolutely. So, all right. So um, I know you're just getting started. It's only been a couple months, but have you experienced any pitfalls or uh, problems that you had actually getting your business going and started? Um, you know, I when I think about some of the pitfalls or the problems, it's and I think it's not really um, a, a pitfall. I think it's just part of the struggle of getting any business up and going especially with a with a business or a utility like ours that is um, is so it's not really unique it's a little different so when you go out and you explain to things to these contractors service providers or even like the uh, the investors that are into the crypto and can care less about the utility um, the struggle is kind of like explaining to them the power of the of the application and its use case, 
it, we're not just going to be here for the next six months. It's a it's a utility that's going to be around here to stay um, for the long term. Um, I could see that. And every every single time I go out into the field and I speak with a contractor, service provider, their eyes just light up and they're like, oh, my God, that why hasn't somebody thought about that before? And it's like, <laughs> well, it's, it's kind of one of those things where it's it's so simple that it gets overlooked. Dropping your digital yard sign after, you know, you do a roof on a property that you, so you're the contractor, you do the roof on the property. Um, once you leave there, there's no sign. There's no presence there of that contractor other than the, the work that is that has taken place on that property. Well, now with our utility, that contractor can leave his or hers footprint onto the property through a digital yard sign and attach critical documents or pictures of that uh, project while it was there, you know, that, you know, they, they may, perhaps they want to leave behind. So um, they, their eyes open up. It's like, wow, I never thought about that. You know, I do put my physical yard sign out in the yard. And when we're done, we load that up and leave. What's well, like, that is, you're kind of like the artist, right? It's like the painter, you're leaving a painting behind without a signature. Right, right. Um, my One of my people that I listen to a lot is Pat Flynn. I don't know if you've ever heard of him or not. He yeah. used to, yeah, he used to be an architect. When he was an architect, he actually had his hand on a lot of uh, large buildings, uh, restaurants, but nobody would ever know that he was at a part of it because there's really nowhere except for a little, maybe a little placard somewhere on the building said Pat Flynn made this. And it sounds exactly. like if we do it this way that you're talking about, you'll always have some way to know that this is this is you. You had a hand in this. So that's pretty yeah, awesome. Exactly. And I think the power comes. It's kind of twofold where if somebody is really interested in in the, you know, hiring perhaps a roofer and they're at, at a party and they go, hey, I noticed you, you just had your roof done. You know, they can pop into our utility pump. Uh, put in the property address and there you go. You're going to see all of the vendors that they use, contractors, service providers right there at the, you know, on the palm of their hand on their phone. All right. That's amazing. That's good stuff. All right. I'm going to transition to a little different question here. Now, sure. um, do you have any influences or anybody that you look up to or anything that you, maybe a mentor or somebody that helps you kind of keep moving forward, keep pushing you to achieve what you need to achieve? You know, I would have to say, you know, this kind of sounds a little cheesy, but, you know, I, I growing up, I wasn't a whole, you know, big Disney fan. I mean, it was out there and I saw it and, you know, friends who had kids would go and take their kids to Disneyland. And it was just, it really wasn't for me until I had a child. And then I started realizing that there's a lot of engineering that goes behind Disneyland and, and the products that they put out. There is a lot of engineering there. And I kind of started to fall in love with um, kind of what they do you know, and how they do it. They really give you that experience. And so I, like I said, it might sound cheesy, but I really look up to kind of what Disney has become over the number of years. So it would be the team there at Disneyland and Disney World and the family of Disney and what they do that I, that I kind of look up to because they, what they're doing is, is they're, they have figured out such a magical way to connect with people through like their videos or, um, you know, cartoons, the amusement parks, really, they have just completely just fine-tuned that interaction, that emotional connection there. So. Absolutely. You know, that I, I agree with you a hundred percent on that. I mean, if you look from where, where Disney came from to where they are, they really gear towards the hospitality of the guest and then kind of build around them. 
And that way they can have that experience and they'll always know for the rest of their lives, hey, I went to Disney at so-and-so time and had the time of my life. And just having that, having that, uh, having that all together happen all at once, it becomes a great memory and they'll always know Disney. The whole world knows Disney now because of it, right? So it makes perfect sense. It's not, it's not too cheesy, just so you know. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. All right. Now, here's one of my favorite questions. And uh, so I'm going to go with this now. I know you have goals for yourself, but when do you think you've known you've made it? I mean, what does that look like to you? Can you explain to me what it looks like when you think to yourself you've made it? You know, for me, that that's a very like a like a very kind of a deep question. But for me, you know, and that, that you know, the success might mean, you know, to somebody financial success to me, that's not I would know when I made it when when there's advertisement out there about our product that is distributed by somebody else other than us. Uh, let's say, for example, I'm out in the store and I see a contractor and I'm just shopping around at Home Depot, for example, and they go, hey, you know, here's my business card. Um, you can find me on Acquire Maps. You can take a look at all the properties and the projects that I've done. Uh, here's my portfolio to go take a look. That right there to me would, would, would really hit home. And that's when I would kind of know that I, I think we made it because people are out there on their own distributing acquire maps through a business card or whatever verbal and saying, you can find me here. So that's when I would know. Yeah, that's good stuff. That's very similar to my beta mode too. When I go out there and somebody says, Hey, aren't you DJ Scoob? And I'd be, yeah. And it says, Oh, thank you so much for what you've done. You know, or like, Hey, are you worried about, you know, starting your business? Go see DJ Scoob. I know he has a weird name, but he knows what he's talking about. <laughs> so stuff like that, it's very similar to my made it mode too. So I really appreciate that. Thank you so much. Yeah, absolutely. It, just out of strict curiosity, if you were to meet somebody that wants to do something very similar to the uh, entrepreneur adventure that you're doing now, what would you tell them to do? How how would you tell them to start that? If, if uh, you know, it's uh, kind of a loaded question, but um, yeah. So what I would say is to anybody starting uh, any type of business is build your community. First, build it kind of, uh, you know, kind of incognito a little bit, you, you know, get that get that community going, uh, you know, kind of hold off on setting up socials that broadcast what you're doing quite yet. Just kind of get the feel of what the community would be like, build it up kind of, I guess, kind of in secret, uh, you know, if you will. And then once you have a good following and I guess the believers behind you. Then you go, hey, guys, guess what? I'm actually, you know, I'm committing, I'm committing to it. Here's my professional, you know, socials or convert them, however you you wish. But really just build that community base, build up that solid team first, um, have that solid game plan established, and then focus on, you know, uh, uh, building an application, building this, building that. So if you have that strong community behind you, in the beginning, it makes things a lot easier versus putting out a utility or an application, then going out into the public and trying to get people to use it. That's what I would say. That's that's great advice. That's fantastic advice. It's funny you said believers because uh, we're all school believers. So I just thought I'd yeah, throw yeah, that absolutely. in there. Okay. <laughs> all right. Yeah. You want to go reach out to school believers. <laughs> that's right. Well, when we want to talk about my podcast, we want to talk about your thing. We'll, we'll do believers you there. Uh, next question I got for you here. I don't know. Is there anybody 
is there anybody doing what you're doing? I mean, is it, are you, you're not the first person to actually come up with this idea, right? With what you're doing. So uh, being an engineer, one of the, you know, some of the things that you start, your mind kind of starts going all these different places and being in uh, kind of uh, the human performance world where you, you know, you really start analyzing things down to the fine, you know, details and deciding, okay, what were some of the factors? But that process has really got me kind of fine tuned in the sense that, you know, when we decided to tackle this project and, and really, you know, make it come to life, I did that. And to be quite honest with you, to my surprise, nobody out there is doing what we're doing. Interesting. And it's, it, you know, exactly. It's, it's very interesting. But no, we, we are very unique. We are the first people to, to pioneer what we're doing. All right. Well, I, uh, I'm going to help you out here as much as I can to get the word out to you about you, Mel, and, and the company that you're talking about. And that's one of the reasons why I put podcasts like this together. So people like you that are starting into a brand new business that's nobody's ever thought of or anything like that, that we can get the word out there for you. So that's amazing. Thank you. Yeah, yeah. Thanks. I'm going to ask you this question and I'm going to be honest with you. I stole this one from another podcast. So sorry, guys. <laughs> what is the one question you wish I would have asked you, but didn't? Oh, man. What is that one question? No pressure, Mel. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. No pressure. Uh, you know, it's that that's kind of a tough that's kind of a tough one. What is that one question you wish you would have asked me that you didn't? I think I think uh if I could go back and do it all over again, start over, uh, you know, perhaps next month, how would I do it? So if you were if you had a time machine and you went back a month, would you do anything different? Absolutely, I would. 100%. Um, tell me, the tell way me about I would that. do it. Yes, the way I would do it, uh, you know, again, it goes back to my engineering mind. It's like iteration, iteration, iteration. But unfortunately, you can't launch something and then go back and do it again and then do it again, you know, because uh, we're now in, you know, and it's out in the public domain. But what I would do if I had a time machine, I would go back and do what, what I, you know, how I answered your question earlier on is build that community of people, build the idea up get the people ready for that concept to come to life and materialize. So really get my community up, um, build my team of professionals and and whatnot uh, a little bit different and then launch the, the product, you know, in a different way. But yeah, if I, if I had a time machine, that's what I would do different. Um, I would go back and really grow a really, 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 really strong community. And I think things would, you know, probably have turned out a little bit nicer, I guess, uh, from, our, from our initial start. Yeah, we all want to do that, especially when we kind of realize that that point has been made. But unfortunately, there's no time machines, but you have the right idea. You, you still have the right mindset and you know what you need to do to accomplish any of the goals you got coming up. So that's really important. That's a good thing. And speaking of goals, do you have a goal for you yourself and your company for the next six months? In six months, I'd like to follow up with you and see if you've meet those goals. So make sure they're good ones. So. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. You know, and I think uh, I think for that answer, I would have to say that you know I'm going to have to go back to what I just said is uh, you know building our community. I think it's I think it needs to be built up, have a stronger community. And then also, you know, get some more contractor service providers uh, using the beta release of our utility. 
that is going to be my focus of my next six months is building a community and, you know, users inside of our utility. I think that that is, uh, you know, a lot of people, when you put out a new company, they want immediate returns financially. And it's, it's like, you know, that that's nice. That's, that's a nice thing to have. But I think in due time, if you can fine tune your product, the, fi- the financials will, will come in naturally. And if you force the financials before that, then it's almost like a recipe for disaster, in my opinion. So for me, it's going to be, you know, growing the community, growing the, the users inside of our inside of our application. Okay. So let me ask you this question then. If you were to put a number on the people in your community right now, can you, I don't know if that's possible or not, but is there a number like how many people you have in your community right now? Like approximately? In our community of uh, of, of like, uh, so there's two different communities. So we're talking like, are you talking about the users inside of the application? Or are you talking about the our community like behind us, uh, like on social media and, and within our uh, kind of like our believer, our school believers? Your school believers. No, uh, no, the company side, the company side. Uh, so, okay. So I'm just going to answer it this way. So right now we have... Uh, I, I would have to look inside the back end, but we have quite a bit of people using our utility. Yeah, we have quite a bit of people using the utility. So up here in Northern California, um, we had Paradise. You know, it, it completely got decimated by you know fires years ago, and then we also have fires that happen here in you know the Santa Rosa area, Napa area, and so with that, you know, I'm working with contractors up in those areas to drop their digital yard signs at those properties that they're that they're working on um, to give the homeowner you know that nice final you know handshake but you know not necessarily parting ways so we have quite a bit of people using the utility and then the folks that are part of our championing like for example like on my twitter account i mean it's probably i think we have about 1400 followers in there and i would say out of those Candidly, it's probably about 1,200 that are candidly following us. Okay. Um, we do have about 1,000 investors currently. All right. um, so I would say that's probably a, 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 a nice little pat on our back you know, for, for two and a half months. Let me ask you this. In six months, where do you want those numbers to be at? Oh, gosh. If we could translate success that way, um, I, I would want I – would, I would rather see – I, I honestly would rather see the more candid followers and the more candid investors. And if I had to put a number to those, I would probably say in six months is a long time, especially in the crypt. Well, it's, yeah, yeah, it, yeah. crypto moves fast, but <laughs> I had to put a number on it. I would say maybe three times that would be, would be handsome, you know? So, so about 35, 3,500 investors, wallet holders is how we refer to them. Wallet holders, I like that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and uh, and then probably the the equal amount of followers on our social media would be would be uh, a nice uh, a nice value if I had to put to it. Nice. Okay, so here's what I'm going to do with you, Mel. Six months, I'm going to follow up with you, see how things are going. I want to see that 3,500 mark happen with all your uh, followers and your investors and things like that. I want to make sure that happens for you. So that's going to be our six-month goal. I want to see that for your company in six months, okay? Okay, wonderful. All right, right, awesome. So at this point, I'm going to give you a chance to advertise yourself. Mel, this is your time to shine. 
So I'm going to let you advertise okay. yourself and give you all your socials. Okay, ready, set, go. Yeah, hi, you could uh, you could actually find us on uh, acquire.me. It's A-Q-U-I-R-E dot M-E. Acquire.me is our main website uh, that you can go and you can find a wealth of information, links to our Twitter account, Facebook, um, YouTube, all of those. And then our utility is acquiremaps.com, A-Q-U-I-R-E-M-A-P-S.com. All right, awesome. And is your Twitter the same way? Our Twitter handle is Acquire Token. So it's at Acquire Token. Uh, same for our TikTok um, account and YouTube um, and also Facebook at Acquire Token. All right, that's awesome. I'm going to give you a little insight on this, on Mel's little personality too. For those of you on my YouTube channel, if you look behind Mel's head right above it there, there's an awesome <laughs> picture of uh, Dr. Seuss. You know, he, this guy's got to be great if he's a big fan of Dr. Seuss. So. <laughs> All right. <laughs> All right. If anybody wants to get a hold of me, please stay tuned for the follow-up. We're going to give you uh, some last minute things at the end of the show. Hey, Mel, thank you very, very much for joining us. And we'll talk to you again in about six months. Okay. Absolutely. Thank you for having me, Jesse. All right. Thank you, school believers. <laughs> All right, everybody, that was Mel Ayala. Boy, this was a very interesting interview that I had with Mel. Uh, it was so great to see somebody so big into community and, and how important it is to build a community around what you do and how you do it. It's very interesting to me how he designed a digital way to be able to put a sign on a construction site or a house or something like that so everybody gets credit for the amazing buildings and houses that go up. And the most amazing thing of all, how they integrate a cryptocurrency into the whole deal. That was probably the most fascinating thing of the whole interview. So once again, if you have any questions for Mel and you want to see what his business is about, make sure to visit acquire.me for any questions, comments, or anything of that nature. All right, now for an update on my adventures of trying to put together a speaking engagement for Chris Brogan. So I went to buy a ticket to the Chamber of Commerce meeting that I was talking about earlier. And I got onto the computer and went to their website, and the tickets were sold out. That's right. So I completely missed the opportunity of talking to these uh, local businesses out here about trying to get the speaking engagement together and trying to get some corporate sponsors to help me pay for it. So at this point, winter has befallen us here where I'm living, so that means all the businesses are going to shut down for at least a couple months. So it looks like I'm going to have to move on to a different type of plan now that uh, off-season is here. So we'll work something out. I haven't given up yet, and I'm still documenting everything that I'm doing so far. All right. If you want to get a hold of me for anything, please email me at djscoob, that's S-K-O-O-B, at T-U-E-podcast.net. If you want to contact me directly, you can always go on to my Twitter, which is DJ. Scoob, S-K-O-O-B again. If you want to take a look at the links and everything that we've discussed here today, you can always go to tuepodcast.net backslash episode 13. And if you could do me a huge, huge favor and go on to Spotify or Apple Podcasts or anywhere that you listen to your podcasts, give me a five-star rating. If you can give me some kind of advice or anything in a comment about my podcast, good or bad, I would really appreciate it. 
because this podcast is definitely about you and everything that you say and do. I will make sure to listen and take it into account. Maybe what you say and do in those comments might happen on my podcast. So I would really appreciate that. And once again, a reminder, we are still putting in votes for a language for me to speak and learn. Make sure you put your vote in at tuepodcast.net backslash episode 12, whether you want me to learn to speak Spanish, Russian, or Klingon. All right, school believer. Thank you so much for another great podcast. And I will see you in two weeks. That would be Tuesday in two weeks. All right, everybody. Thank you. Bye. <laughs> Hello there. DJ Scoob here. And I just want to personally say thank you for listening to my program. I really hope you learned something. Tune in in two weeks to listen to another brand new entrepreneur. And remember, I can, I am, I will, and I'm doing it today. As a worker of two full-time jobs, running a podcast and coaching, every minute counts in my day-to-day. It's hard to be consistent in any of my social medias. And at this point, I cannot hire a social media manager. Pinnacle AI to the rescue! I've been using Pinnacle AI for a couple of weeks now and seen big improvements in my outreach and consistency in all my social medias. Do you want to save time and increase your productivity too? Go to tuepodcast.net backslash AI for more information. Save yourself time and grow your brand. Try it now and see what it can do for you.